Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Hello, everybody. Once again, we're uh, here for the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is my co-host and mom and business partner, Debbie Peters, the Networking Guru. Hi, Hi mom. Greg. <laughs> it's so nice to have to be in the same room with you for this one. I know. This is the first time we have actually done a podcast when we're actually in the same room. Ordinarily, uh, mom is in Toledo and I'm up in Ann Arbor, and we're just kind of winging it through the technology, but now we can actually see each other. So now when we're interrupting, there's no excuse. <laughs> so how are things going for you? Things are going well, although I got to admit, it, you know, I'm a little tired this afternoon. Yeah. Why you know, is that? I don't know. It must be all excitement about getting ready for the holiday weekend that's coming up. We have the Memorial Day weekend when we have uh, the Peters family traditional camping trip, which unfortunately this year, due to the COVID-19 uh, shutdowns we are not able to do at our normal campground so we are all congregating here Shh, don't tell anybody uh, but we, <laughs> we may be breaking quarantine a little bit um, so we're going to stay six feet apart aren't we we will always stay six feet apart yes that is true so you mentioned you were tired and that actually is uh, very applicable to what we're going to be talking about today um, we had a couple of uh, questions come in and uh, one of them just came straight out and said how do you network when you're tired? So how do we do that? That's a great question. Especially since I'm feeling tired today. All I want to do is go and sit in my chair and put my feet up and maybe pull my book up. Or I, I would agree with you on maybe that. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't do that all the time. And a lot of times we do have to go and go to a networking event or meet with someone when maybe we don't feel the top of our game. For whatever reason, maybe we didn't get enough sleep the night before. I think that this isn't really about being tired. It's about setting goals for your networking. If you set a goal in advance of the networking event and take into consideration maybe some variables like, how do I feel? Do I feel on top of my world or am I a little low on energy today? And set the goal. And the goal could be go to the event, spend five minutes, meet one person and leave. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because you've met your goal. And if the person is someone that you want to reach out to in the future, even better. You don't have to go to a, an in-person, at least, networking event and stay the whole time, unless it is a, a luncheon where you would be getting up and leaving right in the middle of the, the speaker's presentation. Don't get up and leave in the middle of speaker's <laughs> presentation. We tend to get very cranky when that happens. <laughs> and it's so funny because... I gave a presentation that talked about this at an event. This is years and years and years ago. Uh, it was up over the state line in Michigan at the Bedford Business Association, which is a fairly large association. And I gave that, you know, set a goal and you can go home. I was the presenter that night. Oh. <laughs> and some lady came up to me afterwards and took me to task. You know, how can I leave when someone's presenting? And I'm like, well... Maybe you don't. Maybe you wait until after the presenter's done. So, well, I think that's terrible advice that you gave. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so I got taken to the cleaners on that one. You know, speaking as a speaker, I understand that sometimes you just have to leave. You know, there are, there are emergencies that come up, your phone rings or whatever, and you know that you have to take the call. And, and of course, we and the, your, your neighbors at your table appreciate it when you, when you leave in that sort of a situation. But if you're just having a problem staying focused, Come on, you know, we're, we're adults. We should be able to focus. Most of the time, those talks don't last longer than 20, 30 minutes anyway. And there's nothing that can't wait that long. Exactly. So, so 
again, going back to, are you really tired? That That's okay. We all get tired. Go and, and your goal might be go and meet the one person, walk in the door, meet one person and then leave. As long as you have a goal, then you know whether you've achieved it or not. Usually even when I'm on top of my world or when I'm tired, I have one goal. That is to meet two people because I don't want to go home with a bunch of business cards that I have to get back to. Right. Because I go to several networking events probably per week. That would mean that the business cards would mount up on the desk. Very quickly. <laughs> and when I meet people, I want to get back to them. I want to follow up and, and do what I set, said I was going to do when I was chatting with them. If I have 10 or 15 or 20 to react to, that means it's going to take me all week to get that done, which feels like another huge task, mm -hmm. which doesn't feel good, especially when you're tired. It's funny. Um, I had a couple situations uh, where it was, this was a couple of years ago now, um, the Ann Arbor Chamber was having its annual year-ender banquet. And it's, you know, this is the one that everybody comes to. It's like 800 people are going to show up for this particular event. And I had had a very long day. Things had gone wrong. This was back when I was still a computer programmer. And so I was dealing with a client all day long. And I was actually running late. You know, I hate running late to an event. So I, I realized as I get there that I'm just not in a good networking mindset. So I set myself a goal. My goal was to sample as many different kinds of food as possible and just have fun. <laughs> and you know, the funny thing was, I ended up having one of the best networking nights of, of the, the year because I was just very relaxed. I wasn't trying to do anything and people were just walking up to me and chatting and it, it ended up being very easy going and fun. And I think I got a lot more out of it than if I would actually set myself a driving goal. Oh, I've got to meet three people. No, yeah. you know, I'm going to get some food here. That's going to make me happy. <laughs> Now, the other side of the equation, I was having just recently a one-to-one, -one, uh, it was a virtual one-to-one -one through Zoom, and I was tired, it was the end of the day, and there was a number of delays which prevented us from actually being able to connect with each other, so, and I knew that I had something right after that, so I was feeling kind of anxious, and it ended up just not being a really good one-to-one. -one. I mean, I even forgot to ask her what I could do for her. You know, I got done with a call, and I was like, well, that was just a a waste of time. You know, I didn't, I didn't really get out of it anything that one would want to get out of a one-to-one. -one, so I might as well have just, what I probably should have done in that case is, is said, sent a message to her saying, Hey, this is probably not a really good time for us to have a conversation. I think what you said earlier is take kind of stick stock of where you are and adjust your, what you're trying to do accordingly or say, you know what, we need to reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I was on an interview recently, and it shall remain nameless as to who interviewed me, but um, that person had had a lot going on in their business. They had been having meetings probably for the past three days on trying to, it was at the beginning of this COVID experience, and um, they did seem to have a low energy level maybe mm -hmm. on the call when they were interviewing me, and you know, I just, I, I didn't react to that. I kept my energy level up as much as I could. And yet people have mentioned it to me that I've heard that interview. And um, so I think it also will come out in how people see you. And so maybe it is a good idea sometimes just to say, you know what, even though I registered for the event tonight, maybe I just need not to go. Maybe I do need to go back to home or back to the family. Although I think you need to send the organizer of the event, either a text or a email saying, I am so sorry. I just can't come tonight. Um, you know, I, 
I, I planned on it and I've just run out of energy. They'll totally understand. Oh, of course they will. Yeah. yeah. But it's nice to let them know that you're just not blowing them off. Well, and, and in, in some ways that's, that's, you're, you're taking what is, you know, you walking away from a, from a networking opportunity, you're turning it into a networking opportunity because now you're connected with them and, yes. you know, why not? So uh, take, take that advantage. Uh, all right. So, so thank you to Andrea Pennington for that, uh, that question. Uh, we have a second one from Joan Moorhead. Joan Moorhead, excuse me. Uh, how do we network in a virtual environment during these times? My plate is overflowing with work and I'm drained after 12 to 14 hours of intense effort to keep things moving forward from home. Well, first of all, maybe you should have kept her um, name anonymous because I'm sure there are some people out there that want to kill her now because <laughs> her plate is overflowing and she's so busy when many people aren't during this COVID lockdown, shelter, whatever you want to call it. Well, that's a, I think it's a challenge. It seems to be one way or the other. You're either yeah. overwhelmed or, or desperately looking for work. Yeah. So it's And sometimes both. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. You're busy, but you're not getting paid. Again, this question is, it, it, these two questions go right together because if you're struggling because you're just working 12 to 16 hours a day, whatever that is, there's no way that you're going to have time to network or it feels like that you're not going to have time to network. I think that everyone can probably carve out 15 minutes more every month or figure out how to eliminate something else that's maybe not quite so important and then then throw in that 15 minutes and look at it as my goal for networking for the month is to go to one event for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I'll bet anyone, no matter how busy they are, can figure out how to do that. Instead of looking at, oh my God, there are a hundred and three networking events coming my way and I should go to all of them. Give yourself a break. Say, my goal for this month and for next month, and maybe the month after that is one networking event. If you can't do one, then do one every other month. Yeah. But have a... Just write it down, put it on your calendar, network, you know, one one time this month. And I think there's other ways to network, too. Right. Well, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't have to be those events. Mm -hmm. um, you know, having a, a one to one or honestly, you know, could you carve out five minutes to send off an email to someone who who not necessarily it's something you want, some, someone you want something from, someone who needs to hear from you. Um, I did a, a program not too long ago. It was called uh, uh, Staying Connected in a World of Isolation. And uh, one of the things is, you know, there are whole groups of people that they're not expecting your call, but they would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be anything particularly complicated. I, I, I said, here, here, here's what you want to do. Uh, first line, how are you doing? Because right now, people, a lot of people are feeling a lot of stress. And so, hey, how are you doing? How are you handling this whole thing? Uh, you know, what, are, what are the challenges you're facing? Um, what are what are some of the things you're working on right now? That's the second point, um, because maybe they can tell you something you can help them with, or something that might even help you. Um, and you know what what have been your experiences? And maybe if you're having a problem, hey, could you maybe just give me a, a little bit of advice on this? Yeah, you know those simple questions that you reach out to someone that's making a connection, and then really that's what the networking is about. It's not about going out and finding work. It's about you know can, keeping your community together, making great connections, and that. Right at the, I think it was at the beginning of when Ohio was um, getting locked down because I think Michigan went down like the day after, day after, <laughs> so, a, little bit, a little bit later than us. Um, one of my new South African friends who reached out to me because of that interview I mentioned, 
she heard it and reached out and she has been this wonderful connection because she has introduced me to so many people. And as a result of our conversation, she knew that I was new to Zoom and new to doing virtual training. And so just recently this week, she connected me and I haven't talked with this person yet with Paola. I can't remember her last name right now, but she's a BNI member of, of which a lasagna and I are in business network international. And um, she's in Rome. She knows how to use breakout rooms up the gazoo, evidently, in um, on Zoom, which is great. So I can't wait. I have an appointment, I think, with her next week to talk via Zoom. But that didn't take lasagna more than, well, obviously, she met with uh, Paola first. But as a result of the conversation, it took her maybe three minutes to write the email that introduced mm -hmm. each of us to the other. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. It can be something really quick. And obviously, lasagna continues to go up in her value. <laughs> and I want to help her as much as I can as a result. Sure. And as you said, though, it doesn't have to be this huge thing. And actually, something I talk about in my, my presentations is we don't have to find someone their forever job. We don't have to connect someone with a, you know, a huge client. Sometimes it's just reaching out and, and saying, hey, I'm here. If you want to talk for a few minutes, I'm, I'm happy to, to listen to you. And, and, and you don't have to solve all their problems. Sometimes the only problem they need is they need someone to hear them so that they're not feeling like they're alone. Yep. And I think that's a challenge that a lot of us are facing now, especially those of us who are working from home, is it's, it's easy to start feeling very isolated. I agree. And we, we had a um, lunch for our company Monday, I think, of this week. A virtual lunch, and uh, our at our lunches we have our our graduates from our class come to it, but they can also invite guests. And we had a guest there, mm -hmm. and as a result of her being there, I found out a new about a strawberry vodka that I didn't know <laughs> about. And what was really interesting is that it's it's uh it's um, manufactured or distilled, or whatever that you do to make vodka, it's done here in the Toledo area. It's called Toledo Spirits. Really? Yeah. And the the image on the bottle is an, a piece of artwork by a local artist also. Oh, cool. And the company, not during COVID, obviously, but you can go on tours of their company. That's so cool. I know. <laughs> and then she also just... A couple, you know, minutes later in the meeting, somebody was talking about getting things done. And she said, oh, and she's a new business owner. She's an architect working by herself. <laughs> she said, I found, <clears throat> excuse me, this app for to-do lists. It's called Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. And mm -hmm. it's very colorful and very, you can move it around. I started looking at it a little bit, but as a result of less than an hour, I now have a new vodka to try and a new to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's funny because sometimes it's those little things that really help us make our make our lives go that much more easily. So yeah, the vodka. It, yeah, the, the vodka will, will smooth off those rough edges. Yeah, it's, it's strawberry vodka, evidently. <laughs> okay. So uh, what we've kind of talked about is, is setting our goals, especially during this time when we might be feeling a little overwhelmed. We might have to pull back a little bit. Uh, you know, we, can, we may not be hitting five networking events per month. It may be one. But just as long as we don't lose that. And I think that's something we have to remember is that if we stop, stop completely, that's a really dangerous thing to do because that gap can stretch on and on and on. And before we know it, our network is dried up and we have to start over from scratch. So being 
you know, taking smaller chunks, at least pulling back a little bit is fine. It's more important to maintain that consistency of effort. It's um, important for you to note that, and I'm glad you did, because when I used to manage a sales team, salespeople could, I think our sales team could take two weeks of vacation, and usually they would take it one and one. And I would always encourage them to schedule appointments before they left on vacation for that first week they got back, because if they didn't, it would take a whole, at least a whole month to get them started again. Yeah, ramp back up again. Yeah. yeah. And instead, if they planned and, you know, did a little work ahead of time, which is kind of like what we're saying now, mm-hmm. just do a little work as you go along. It's not going to, you're not going to have the peaks and valleys that are, are the hallmark of a, a junior or a new salesperson. The, I Feast mean, or the, famine. They, <laughs> you can go up as high as Mount Everest, but you can go down as low as that, whatever that trough is in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, the, the Grand Moranis Trench or whatever yeah. it's called. <laughs> uh, and that is just the, the heart, the hallmark of a new salesperson. And it never goes away, but the goal is obviously to get it closer together so the highs and lows are not so far apart and they move a lot faster like a radio frequency. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... What we're saying is set your goals, pull them back a little bit. Don't give up, though. Try to maintain at least some low level of effort all over the long term. And just look for those opportunities to be of service in some small way to those around you. Yeah. Is that about everything? That's it's, You made it perfect. Excellent. All right. Well, this is our first live <laughs> together <laughs> program, and I think it went very well. We didn't kill each other. We didn't kill each other. <laughs> and, and neither did the, we have to talk to the kids upstairs to keep them quiet. So I think that, that went very well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you all for tuning into the program today. If you enjoyed it, please do comment uh, on our Facebook pages where this will be posted. Um, and if you think you someone else needs to hear it, please share it with a friend. Otherwise, please subscribe and go out and make some great connections. Take care, Mom. Bye, Greg. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.